0: This is Mouth Media Network, covering the business of lifestyle.
1: Hi, I'm Jean-Marc Belaiche. I'm Chief Marketing Partnership and Strategy Officer for Content Square. Uh, What I love about fashion is that I was born into fashion. My parents used to have a a fashion store when I was a kid, and so we'd spend some Saturday afternoon trying to sell uh, products with my mother. That's one thing that is Deep in, deeply anchored into, into me. Uh, and what I love about fashion technology is that uh, it's really about helping to improve the experience both in stores and in digital and I think there is so much to be done in that regard and we'll talk more about that later.
2: What if you could have a digital experience platform that helps you optimize your customer journeys and increase your conversion rates? It all feels like an augmented reality experience powered by artificial intelligence. And the setup is as simple as a line of JavaScript. Hi, I'm Mark Rako. And coming up, you'll hear my conversation on location at Shop Talk in Las Vegas, Nevada with the chief strategy marketing and partnership officer for Content Square, a company that's doing exactly what I described. And I promise you, It's an insightful and inspiring conversation.
1: You're listening to Fashion is Your Business, powered by Sennheiser and recorded on location.
2: Jean-Marc, it's so great to be sitting here with you at Shop Talk in Las Vegas. Uh, how has the show been for you so far?
1: It's amazing. I think a lot of energy, clearly, lots of good innovation, and uh, for us, lots of good meetings as well. Great to hear. Uh, before we get to
2: uh, talking about Content Square and the industry and your experience, uh, what brings you to Shop Talk? What, what is the purpose of Content Square and you personally being here? Obviously, you're Chief Strategy Marketing and Partnership Officer for Content Square. By the way, that's the longest title I've ever heard for anyone. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but but it means you do a lot, I guess. So, yeah, yeah. so what parts of your title are you here at Shop Talk to achieve? And while you've been here, what have you already heard or seen that gives you pause to think about whether you guys need a change in strategy, or or has confirmed you're on the right track, or what have you.
1: Yeah, so I'm here for all the, the element of the titles, marketing, because it's a big big exposure. Uh, the, this event is getting bigger year after year, and I think it's very. Key for Content Square to be part of it, especially because we are very successful and very well known in Europe, a bit less in the US because we, we opened here uh, more recently. So it's great to be here and get exposure. Uh, usually, when people see uh, what Content Square does, they are quite uh, compelled. So that that's uh, the good part of it. Uh, I'm here for partnership because there are many other technology vendors, and uh, we live in an ecosystem. We need to build relationship with others and, and help each other and integrate with other vendors. So that's uh, the second part. And I'm here for strategy because it's a good way to learn uh, what's going on and refine our perception of the trends and our understanding of the, where the market is heading. Great. I'm going to throw
2: you a zinger. Jean-Marc, uh, from what you've heard at Shop Talk, uh, the discussions that you've had here and your own observations just through through, through recent months, what would you say is the primary issues that technology solutions like content square need to be paying attention to and taking
1: on in the coming year let's say so you're asking this question for us as content square what, what do we grow not, not our clients right i'm asking you as a an expert and executive and a
2: thought leader you're getting all this data coming into you So now that means not only, you know, you must say, aha, there's a trend. So if I were to ask 10 people like you, I would learn a
1: lot about. I'm going to turn. Okay so uh, what we're seeing really conf- is confirming a lot of the trends that we we've been observing uh, and and reinforcing many of the sentiment we have uh, the first trend is uh, there is a lot lot of interest for building experience and building experience online is a key challenge because in the store often you have uh, you know physical rooms to create a unique experience online it's more difficult and you know many brands and many retailers are talking about that how to rec- to create personalized experience is clearly a hot topic and and this is something we've seen you uh, over the recent years, but I see more and more importance of that. The importance of AI and many players, many retailers asking themselves, what can we do with AI? Can it help us to to improve our performance? Uh, so those, these are trends where Content Square have been working for uh, a little while, and I think it's very comforting to see that there are hot trends for the industry. All right, this may be a, a really good uh
2: transition for us to talk about what Content Square does. Tell me about the mission of the company, what
1: it's trying to achieve and how it goes about it, and and how that relates to what you just said you're observing in trends. Uh, The mission of Content Square is uh, to make sure that data is democratized within company so that uh, each company and each team member can really delight their customers online and provide the best experience online. Uh, In the store, often you have a store manager, you have salespeople, and they can see what's going on. They can see when a client is emotional, when a client is frustrated, when a product is misplaced, online often uh, brands are blind and, and a key function of Content Square is to make sure that we give sight to our company and, and our client and that they can see what's happening online and they can improve and delight their customers online as they do offline. So this is really a twofer. This is an
2: increase in co- consumer experience mixed with being able to take that data in at different data points and analyze your... Uh, performance as a company, uh, particularly in a retail environment.
1: Absolutely. And I would would add the layer of data democratization because one of the strengths of Content Square is that it's so visual, so easy to use. It's not an analyst tool. It's a tool that anyone can use, anyone can access. It comes actually as an augmented reality on your website. So you have your website with the pictures and the videos and everything and as an augmented reality you can see the performance of the different zones of your website with content Square That's so anyone can use it and I think we have a mission of democratizing the data within companies that is uh, goes beyond I think just uh, you know being an, another analyst tool do you guys have or maybe you are already doing this are you looking at how this can
2: actually be used in a brick and mortar situation as well uh, perhaps using actual in real life augmented reality to look at different
1: things that are happening in the store and and, and get kind of live data on it So right now we are focusing on digital platform because this is where uh, there are big needs. Uh, As I said, in the stores, I think often you have your store manager and you can rely on on them. Uh, But clearly we have a a goal to become more omnichannel and in particular to integrate also the sales that happens in the store and connect them with the behavior of consumers on, on the website and on the app. And that's something we're working on as we speak. That's fascinating. I I've, I've never heard of another company doing
2: something like this. How how are you how are you able to plug in is this through an API or how, how does this plug into the data that your clients have
1: in order to read it and then display it so uh, it's a very easy setup uh, our product Don't say that jean <laughs> you no, got to
2: make it sound hard no but no, no <laughs> it's true it's
1: very easy it can take a few hours maybe a day maximum so it's not it's not a heavy implementation super light it's a line of javascript that you put uh, in uh, in your tag management system and this line is uh, you know, full with uh, powered with AI, and basically we recognize the different zones of your website. Uh, there, it's a tagless system, so you don't have to tag. Uh, if you change something on your website, we will recognize that uh, this is a change, and we will uh, organize the data around the new zone if you create a new zone on the website. Uh, and so uh, I think the simplicity of the tool is one of the key strengths. Are you
2: encountering objections to this, or does pretty much everyone who sees this go? Uh, who has the, the, the financial means to implement it, um, say, why didn't I have this yesterday? Or, or do you actually
1: have to educate people and show them the light? So uh, I have to say, uh, when we present this tool uh, at the right level, uh, CEOs, CMOs, CDOs, usually there is a wow effect. People don't expect that a product like that exists. I remember myself; I was an executive at Tiffany a few years ago. When I saw the solution for the first time, I was like, "Wow, what's what's happening? How come I didn't know about that?" Uh, So there is a wow effect clearly on the product, and most uh, clients, when they see that, when most prospects, when they see that, see that they are very compelled. Uh, The objection that we see from time from time to time is that, especially in the US, the market is very crowded. There is a lot of solutions out there, lots of SaaS solutions in particular that have promise that are close to the one of Content Square, like is talking about conversion rate optimization, uh, improving engagement, which are ultimate goals that we can serve. But I think none uh, of the solutions uh, out there are really competing to, uh, with us. None have the same simplicity, the same ease of use, uh, the augmented reality that is so powerful.
2: So connect, okay, so now I'm a client. I've implemented this on my website and, uh, and my visitors and users and consumers are now having this as part. It, they don't see any real difference in their
1: experience. Yeah, absolutely. So uh first uh or, or the implementation of the tag uh, is asynchronistic, which which means it comes after uh the website load for the client so it doesn't change the performance and the loading time so for the end customer you see the website as it is you don't know you're recorded uh, and by the way everything we do is fully GDPR compliant we're a french company so as you know GDPR is big in Europe so we are among the first to to have to comply to that. So we don't record any personal information. If Mark goes on, on a client.com, yeah. we, we, we don't know. We don't know this is Mark, And moves. in fact, we aggregate all the data that we have well, by zone across uh, customers. And then we can segment and sub-segment by very, very uh, 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 precise uh, criteria. But we never know this is Mark or this is Jean-Marc. Yeah. Fascinating. So who is your primary target for brands? Is it the
2: chief digital officer? Is it the strategy officer? Is it the CEO? Who typically is the person that gets moved by this? And puts it in motion
1: it's usually uh chief digital officer or chief marketing officer uh, sometimes uh, you know SVP e commerce uh, but that's around around those uh those three jobs what's interesting is that we uh, you know we work on digital platforms so we work on your website or your app uh, but we also bring uh, intelligence on uh potentially the marketing that you did to attract traffic to your your website because uh, there are many use cases and many of our clients are using Content Square to optimize their marketing span in digital uh, because then you can see on Content Square how people coming from different campaigns are behaving on your website and based on those behaviors you can refine the message that attracted them in the first place. And that's a very powerful use case that we have with many of our clients. I'm interested always in the name of a company. Uh, Content
2: Square, uh, I I know that you started as an advisor to the company, yes, and then you've stepped into this role uh, more, yes. more uh, concretely, yeah, yes, yeah. officially. Yeah, were, yeah. Uh, my question is two things. One is, um, were you an advisor right from kind of the, the beginning of the company? You came in and,
1: No, no, right? I, I, so I can tell the story. Okay. I, I was.
2: Be- because the, please do. And, yeah. and, and part of what I want to learn is, is I'm interested in why the name Content Square. Because. I know you're dealing with the content that they have on. So I see the, where the word content yeah. comes into play, but I'm trying to figure out where the word square fits yeah, into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So
1: square. So content is because we we believe that um, many companies put a lot of content on their websites, uh, produce a lot of content, and many consumers are not exposed to the content fully. Usually, when you uh, go on a homepage, you see the top of the page. It's not every consumer will scroll and go down and see you know, content that is posted at, at lower uh, position on the website. And so uh, our, our mission is really to make sure that companies optimize their content. And the square com- comes from this optimization. Make sure that you optimize your content for the best experience to your customers. Uh, so that's I guess the origin from, from the name. Uh, regarding my my story with Content Square, so I was, I was an executive at Tiffany uh, & Company. I was reporting to the CEO in charge of strategy and business development. Uh, Before that, I was uh, for 20 plus years, senior partner at Boston Consulting Group, and I was in charge of luxury fashion beauty, uh, hence my passion for fashion uh, and and luxury. And uh, at Tiffany, uh, part of my role was to uh bring new technology and and you know make sure that we were uh, the best when it comes to digital and this is how I met content square in uh, 20 early 20 uh 2017 uh we brought the solution in we were very very happy very impressed with the result very impressed with the impact it had not only in terms of improving our conversion rate or engagement but also in terms of breaking the silos within the company and making sure that the different teams will talk to each other with this uh, data democratization uh, and 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 so when I left Tiffany in April last year, uh, the young CEO of uh, Canton Square… And
2: and you were not a small person at Tiffany, you were…
1: I was part of the executive committee, yes, yes. And, and an officer. And uh and so the CEO of Content Square uh, asked me to help him, and you know I had some free time, and I said, yeah, this is cool. You know I, li- I like technology, I like this company, I like the solution, so I'm, yeah, I can I can help you for sure. Uh, and then there was an opportunity to invest in the company, so I said, you know what, uh, I think this company is booming. I'm going to do it. Uh, and later on, uh, he made me an offer to join uh full time. Uh, and it's been, uh, you know, a change in my career for sure, moving from corporate to uh, uh, a young uh, and ambitious tech company. But I have to say, uh, it's a very, uh, very good move for me. I really like it, uh, and uh, I'm, in particular, I love the agility of, of a young company like this one. The ambition, uh, everything is possible for for these 320 uh, employees, and this is something I like. You know, the sky is the limit, uh, and also the transversality compared to many big corporations that I've dealt with uh, there is no silos, there is no politics there is no, oh no, you cannot talk to this guy because he reports to me or she reports to me you know, everyone is working uh, with one another and I think that makes it very powerful Great, thank you Uh, Coming up, Jean-Marc will share um,
2: how he looks at marketing and partnerships in general and for a company like Content Square right after this, on location at Shop Talk in Las Vegas Hi, it's Mark Rico. I want you to listen to this. Hiring is challenging, but there's one place you can go where hiring is simple, fast, and smart. It's a place where growing businesses connect to qualified candidates, and that place is ziprecruiter.com slash network. Hiring used to be hard. Multiple job sites, stacks of resumes, a confusing review process, but today... Hiring can be easy and you only have to go to one place to get it done. Ziprecruiter.com/mouthmedia network. Ziprecruiter sends your job to over 100 of the web's leading job boards, but they don't stop there. With their powerful matching technology, Ziprecruiter scans thousands of resumes to find people with the right experience and invite them to apply to your job. As applications come in, ZipRecruiter analyzes each one and spotlights the top candidates so you never miss a great match. ZipRecruiter is so effective that 80% of employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. Just go to ziprecruiter.com/mouthmedia network. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Jean-Marc, uh, so let's go back to actually what you're doing with Content Square. Um, strategic, I get, strategy, I get. Uh, marketing, how do you market something like Content Square? Uh, I, I understand one-on-ones, and I understand maybe having a booth somewhere and someone can come and take a look at examples of it in action but how do you, what's the messaging that you put out there for the someone who's not standing with you
1: at that moment what's interesting is that it's not that different from uh consumer, uh, marketing. It's not that different than what I experienced at Tiffany or many other fashion sure, Grand executives. Are you a consumer? Uh, yeah. And, and also, you know, you need to start with, uh, what is my brand about? What, what am I doing? Mm-hmm. What is my raison d'etre to use some, some good, good French? <laughs> what is my sense of purpose? Okay. And uh, we've done some very good work at Canton Square. Uh, and, and we think we have a very clear and strong uh, sense of purpose, which is to democratize the data within company and make sure that everyone in a digital team and Beyond Digital team can use the Content Square data to delight customers. We want uh, somehow if I want to use an image, we also fight against uh, the Amazonification of the world, where all the websites will look the same and will look like Amazon, and there is the carts on the top right and the search here and the menu on the left. We think that uh, the website have to be more creative, uh, and especially fashion website. When you comes from mm-hmm. a very creative industry, your website has to be different, and we help. Uh, our client, and this is, I think, a profound mission to make sure that you can be different and offer an experience that is different, and at the same time, an experience that really delights uh, your your consumer. And this is what we do. How are you doing that? Do
2: you have um, partnerships or relationships with content providers that can help fill in those gaps? So, let's say that uh, you know this particular website does have images on them uh, on it, but um, but maybe the photographs could could, could allow people to engage more meaningfully
1: are you getting involved in that creative process so we don't go as far as a creative but we go close enough and uh, uh, in fact we we collect a lot of data on our client website. We collect billions of clicks uh, every every month. uh, And and that's very impressive data to digest. And based on this data, what we can do for, especially our fashion and luxury customers, is that when they pull a new video, uh, maybe we don't say... uh, you know, that, uh, you know, this content is not, uh, or the specific color of the video is is not working or you should do black and white. But we can tell you compared to previous video whether this video has engaged or not, which type of of segments. And so for the creative team, this is raw data that they can digest. And then it's up to them to say, okay, I need to go black and white or I need to go color. So you don't, we don't go in the, a creative process, but we give, find the data we to give to enough data decisions. that they can understand and, and then digest what it means for them. So
2: I, I'm still trying to understand anyone that has a sophisticated website of any degree should be able to look at the activity that's happening on the website. They can look at whether something's
1: been viewed, whether it's been clicked. So absolutely. The, the, many of our Prospect and clients, before meeting Content Squares, they use either Google Analytics or Adobe Analytics, what we call traditional web analytic tool. And those tools are very powerful, but basically what they track is clicks. So they basically see where people Mm -hmm. are clicking. Uh, Clicking is only 10% of what you do. When you go online, uh, if you go on on a website, Mark, you're going to spend ninety percent doing something else than clicking. You're going to scroll. You're going to zoom in, zoom out with your finger. You're going to double tap. You're going to hesitate. We capture all that, and we think this intelligence uh, is is very important. Uh, and what we call in-page analytics, what's happening on the page beyond knowing that people s- click on that page, yes or no, we know where they, they what they looked in the page. I give you another example when it comes to clicking. Uh, so let's say you have an image and the click rate is low. Uh, with Google Analytics and Adobe Analytics, that's the only thing you know. It's low. Why you don't know why. We can tell you, for example, whether it's low because people didn't see it. Let's say it's too, too low on the scrolling and people didn't see it, didn't go as far, versus they saw it and they didn't like it, which is very diff- two different s- things to do, right? Uh, so that's the type of, of uh, insight that we can surface for our clients and to make the right optimization on their websites. Very good. Now let's let's go back into partnerships a little bit. Uh
2: other than uh the kind of partnerships that I mentioned, which could be uh people that can help them, um m- you might say, We could give you better data if you had this going on in your website. Um, maybe we can connect you with someone that can help just as a a good partner. What other kind of partnerships are at play for you? Uh are you are you partnering with uh retailers? as
1: well as brands, just more brands, more retailers? What's the... So brands and retailers are, are our main clients. Of uh, and we... So when you say partner, yeah, we try to work with them and, and they become our clients and, and our partners. Uh, I would say the mix of our business... Uh, is um, probably a majority of what we do is with uh, players with e-commerce. So some can be brands uh, with uh, direct-to-consumer activity and some are retailers. But we also work with non-retailers. We have automotive, we have banks, uh, we have insurance companies, uh, many other, other players. And here, it's not about improving their e-commerce because they don't sell, but it's about improving other type of conversion rate like for example for an automotive player you might want to uh, improve uh, the rate of consumers that reach the car configurator because when you start playing with the option you, you, you're already into it uh, so that's the type of thing that we can do but I would say it's mostly retailer and brands uh, with, with a balance between the two.
2: Why fashion and beauty and luxury so much? Why does that connect so well with what you're doing? Why wouldn't this work as well for, say, grocery? So you're right.
1: This is, this is such a very strong, such a strong vertical for us at Content Square. We work with brands such as Dior, Louis Vuitton, uh, Chanel, uh, Ralph Lauren, Rebecca Minkoff, uh, to quote a few. Uh, and, um. Some of those are French. Some of those are French, <laughs> as you as you noticed, <laughs> uh, but most of them are global, actually. Yes, of course. Uh, of course. And, and many Americans, too. And, and in the UK, uh, you know, Burberry, Mulberry, may, many, many, many brands. Uh, but uh, I think um, Content Square is very powerful for a fashion brand in particular because most fashion brands, when it comes to their dot-com, uh, they're facing a dilemma. Uh, on one hand, they want to sell. So e-commerce is very important. You you know, it can be up to 10, 15, sometimes 20% of sales. Uh, But at the same time, because it's fashion, fashion is all about inspiration, you want to use your website as a marketing tool to inspire people. And often, uh, if you have stores, you know, you also need to make sure that people will go to the store after they go online. So you cannot focus only on e-commerce. And sometimes the two objectives can be, Uh, opposite. Uh, I give you an example with Tiffany. Uh, If you only focus with e-commerce, you might want to, uh, uh, give priority to lower cost products, you know, like small bracelet at $130, $150, because this is what will sell online. So if you only listen to the e-commerce people, this is what they want online. This is what they want as a hero image. And if they want a video on the homepage, it has to be a, 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 a less expensive product to drive the business. If you listen to the marketing guys, They want to inspire and you're not going to inspire with $150 uh, bracelet that anyone can buy. You want to inspire with high jewelry. You want to inspire with a new launch, with maybe a story with a celebrity. Uh, but how this story with a celebrity or this high a piece of high jewelry is going to drive business is a question mark. With content where we can track, we can track whether this necklace, uh, super expensive necklace, or this crocodile bag uh, for a fashion company will drive interest and business ultimately. Uh, and business can be e-commerce sales, so we can see if people that saw a crocodile, ba- a crocodile bag are buying less expensive items online. But we can also track other objectives such as reaching store locator. So, if you put a new video with an amazing piece of content, and we can tell you, wow, well, this video is driving to your store locator, so you should be very happy with your omnichannel. That's the type of thing that Content Square can do for you. Great. Uh, what would you say is the
2: next big thing that Content Square <laughs> wants to take on?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So right now we are an insight platform uh, and we are already providing some uh, alerts uh, and recommendations to our clients, which means now they don't even have to go on Content Square and figure out the insight and what to do with insight. We send them alerts. We tell them, look, you should watch this uh, metrics. It's not going. Uh, it's going south. You need to act on this, and even more, we give them recommendation. You, ch- you should change a landing page. You should change a video because this piece is not working, or for that segment it's not working, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh, the next step for us is to go predictive, basically to uh, not to look at the past or to look at the uh, uh, sure. real time and say you need to change, but to say, hey. This is what's going to happen, so you better change in advance before it happens. And we are working on on it. Of course, it it involves a lot of uh, artificial intelligence and machine learning. Uh, we have many developers working on on this as we speak. Uh, another big topic for us, and I mentioned that, is omnichannel. We want to make sure that what happens on in the store is also uh, captured in our in our metrics uh, on the website, so that you have a full vision of. The impact of your digital platform not only on your e-commerce sales but also on just the offline stores. How much of that uh, relies on
2: uh, encouraging stores to um, connect their e-commerce more with the in-store experience, so that you can be, for example, uh, so, you know, you you give someone. A digital display to look through the inventory that's in the store while they're there so that you can capture what they're doing.
1: Or have a more digital interaction experience yeah of course that I think it gives when, you those points absolutely when when clients uh, and retailers are, are getting omnichannel and doing the thing that you you describe where you can purchase online in the store, of course, this is good for us because then the data is captured already today it's recognized as e commerce sales, uh, but we want to go beyond that, and we want to also capture the pure offline uh, sales uh, and 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 when someone brows online and then goes in the store and buy something in the store, we want to be able to attribute some of this uh, store sales to the behavior that happened online. Great.
2: Thank you. Coming up, Jean-Marc will share a little bit more of his human side uh, with off the grid questions on location at Shop Talk in Las Vegas. That's up next.
0: A woman who organizes and operates a business, taking on greater than normal financial risks in order to do so. One who has a drive, passion, and vision with an undying determination to succeed. She is fiercely motivated, ambitious, and competitive, forging her own path to independence and success. That's an entrepreneurista. Through the Conversations on the Entreprenista Podcast, we want to celebrate failures, reflect on successes, and get unfiltered about what it takes to be your own boss. This is the Entreprenista Podcast, presented by Socialfly. It's the best business meeting you'll ever have, with must-hear real-life looks at how leading women in business are getting it done. And what it takes to build and grow a successful company. It's beyond the gram, with no filters, no limits, and plenty of surprises. Check out all our latest episodes at entreprenistapodcast.com.
2: And now it's time for questions off the grid. With fashion is your business. All right, Jean-Marc, it's time to talk a little bit less about Content Square and a little bit more about Jean-Marc. Pleasure. So let's start here. Uh, You travel a lot. Uh, not just domestically, uh, you're based in New York at this time. Um, but where in France are you from originally? Paris. Ah, Paris. And, uh, so tell me when you travel, what do you do everywhere you go that keeps you grounded in some way? Do you have any type of activity that you need to do when you're on the ground? Do you have something that you do everywhere you go that keeps you sane and connected?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I would mention two things uh, un- un- uncorrelated um, the first thing is uh, exercise you know I think it's the best f- uh, way for me to uh, forget about the jet lag so when I, when I land in in Europe or uh, on the west coast the first thing I do is to try to run <laughs> just to, to build uh, more energy uh, the second thing which is maybe a bit more profound is uh, there is a, a, an artistic part of me that I try to maintain and uh, I used to paint and now I do a lot of photography. And so when I travel, I like to, uh, uh, you know, take my camera and, and start doing uh, some pictures. I do abstract uh, abstract photography. And so in the street, I try to see, you know, s- uh, some angles that are a bit surprising and that you maybe you don't recognize what you see. That's what I do.
2: The times that you've been to Las Vegas, have you been able to explore outside of the strip area and actually go into the uh, Nevada desert there and uh, there's got to be a lot of really interesting stuff to to point your lens at.
1: I have to admit, my my uh, photographic experience in Vegas uh, this time has been from my hotel room. <laughs> I, I did shoot uh, one or two pictures that I think could be of interest, but unfortunately, you know, those type of events you don't see you don't see the sure. light. Uh, I've been in uh, in the Venetian for the last two days, and you know, one thing I would recommend
2: I haven't been there myself, but I know people have. Are you familiar with the? Um, I, I don't remember exactly what it's called, but it's basically like a sign graveyard. It's like a neon signs. It's like a graveyard in okay. in, in Las Vegas area, uh, and uh, I, I believe it's it's incredible photographic opportunity. out. I'll try to find it and send yeah, you a link you, to thank it. You. Yeah, Appreciate so. it. Um, uh, What would someone that Googled you, because uh, n- clearly you've done enough that you're Googleable. What would someone not learn
1: through Googling you? that might surprise them um, i would say um i have an interest uh, like a deep interest in uh, um the meaning of life uh, is that right yeah. so and i try to i try to find answers from different angles uh, whether from religion philosophy uh, physics i'm passionate about quantum physics and uh, explanation of the world and uh, how god can fit with science so that that's a part of me that probably you don't find on google <laughs> You should check out another uh, podcast that we
2: have on Mouth Media Network called All Possibilities. I think it could actually be a wonderful uh, resource for you on that, in that topic. Okay, check that. Um, all right, one last question: um, If you were to live anywhere in the world outside of New York and outside of Paris, where would
1: you absolutely need to put your roots down? Uh, I would hesitate between uh, Tokyo and Roma. Uh, Roma for la dolce vita, the quality of life, the beauty <laughs> everywhere, uh, and and the sense of history uh, being there, and Tokyo because uh, I love the US, but somehow. Uh, Japan, Tokyo in particular, is, is uh, somehow the opposite. Uh, like everything is tiny, everything is uh, <laughs> cute, like kawaii, no. like the food is delicious in a small portion. And I think that's uh, such a good experience as well.
2: That's fascinating. I, I find it interesting that you explore the meaning of life, you run, you appreciate what's around you through f- photography,
1: which is all wonderful. But you're a big city guy. Yeah, true. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I'm not a countryside. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I'm, I'm, uh, I live in Manhattan. I couldn't live uh, in the suburbs. <laughs> All right. As you reflect on this conversation, your
2: time at Shop Talk, and just perhaps in the work that you do in general, do you have any type of final thought or a piece of wisdom that you might like to leave behind, even if it's just a reflection on this conversation?
1: Yeah, my my key learnings from uh, these uh, few days at uh, Shop Talk is really that. Uh, Uh, retailers are are facing uh, a major challenge to improve experience online and uh, deliver super personalized experience while respecting GDPR, while while respecting privacy, data privacy, which is a big topic for many consumers, and how to do that, how to understand behaviors of your consumer in an aggregate way, I think is is very important for the future of, of many brands. Great. And
2: how can people connect with obviously Content Square, but even with you personally?
1: We are very accessible. Uh, the management team is on, uh, on, on our website and clearly uh, also on LinkedIn. So I, I would welcome uh, any, any reach out on LinkedIn. Okay, great. All right, Jean-Marc Balache, the Chief Strategy Marketing
2: and Partnership Officer for Content Square. Uh, such a pleasure to be able to sit down with you and a shop talk. Thank you. Uh, thank you very much. And good luck with the rest of your time here. Thank and, you. Thanks and for and your with time. The, too. the next chapter of uh, Content Square. Thank you. And uh, thank you all for listening very much. You know how much we appreciate it. And uh, that's it for this episode of Fashion is Your Business. Until next time, I'm Mark Rico. Have a wonderful day.
1: This has been fashion is your business to suggest guests or content for the show or to become a sponsor. Email us at podcast at mouthmedianetwork.com. Keep up with the show on social media at fashion biz show. That's fashion B I Z show episodes available on iTunes, Stitcher and Google play along with our website fashion is your produced by mouth media network no portion of the episode may be distributed or published without the express written permission of the producers this is your
0: announcer peter coleman thanks for listening this is mouth media network covering the business of lifestyle.